This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning with a cloudy sky, 61 degrees in Moralton. Today is Wednesday, the 1st of March, 2023. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. We've got a 70% chance of rain and thunderstorms today. Now, here's the timing of everything. First of all, it looks like things will probably hold off for the outside event at Pettigene State Park today to celebrate the centennial. That's set for 11 o'clock this morning. The rain chances really start to increase late afternoon, between 2 and 3 o'clock. We could see some heavy rain associated with those, a high around 75. Also starting at 3 o'clock this afternoon, we'll be under a flood watch. This includes most of western, central, eastern, north, central, and northwestern Arkansas. That's pretty much most of the upper two-thirds of the state. Now, this flood watch will be in effect through Friday morning, as excessive runoff could result in flooding of rivers, creeks, streams, and other low-lying and flood-prone locations. We've got a lot of rain in our forecast here the next couple of days. There's a 70% chance of showers and thunderstorms tonight, some severe with heavy rain, are low in the mid-50s. 100% chance of showers and thunderstorms Thursday. Once again, calling for severe storms possible and heavy rain. And that 100% chance of rain and thunderstorms, well, that continues on Thursday night. Overnight, our low down to 48. Now, Friday, showers should end by noontime. And it'll be a lot cooler out. Partly sunny, a high of 54. But listen to this. It's going to be pretty windy. Winds out of the south-southwest, 25 to 30 miles an hour. Becoming west in the afternoon, winds gusting as high as 50 miles an hour on Friday. Friday night, clear, windy, a low of 38. And sunny on Saturday, winds calm down, and we'll have a high of 62. That's a lot of forecast discussion, I know, but there's some important information for you to be aware of here the next couple of days. Be weather-wise. Right now, clouds 61 at the KVOM studios. Let's congratulate our employee of the day. It is Addison Brigler with the Conway County Library. We also want to take time to congratulate our February Employee of the Month. Of course, where we take all of the Employee of the Day winners and draw out someone to win additional prizes. Michelle Mall, Moralton High School, is our February Employee of the Month. Let's take a look at obituary announcements for you now. Kathy Arlene Zimmerman Anderson, age 58 of Apollo, died on Saturday, February 25th. Funeral Mass will be this morning at 10 at St. Elizabeth Catholic Church with Father Joe Friend and Father Jack Harris officiating. Burial will be at St. Elizabeth Catholic Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Memorials may be made to St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital at 262 Danny Thomas Place in Memphis, Tennessee, zip 38105. Tanya Leanne Bull, age 55 of Perryville, died on Wednesday, February 22nd. A celebration of life ceremony will be held at Journey Church in Perryville at 11 a.m. Friday, March 3rd. Arrangements are by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Edward Frederick Bergner, age 85 of Hattieville, died on Monday, February 27th. He was a member of St. Mary Catholic Church and the Knights of Columbus and was retired as a poultry farmer. He is survived by his wife of 63 years, Emma Hartman Bergner, children Ron Bergner of St. Vincent, Beverly Boyer of Moralton, Jerry Bergner of Hot Springs, Bob Bergner of St. Vincent, Rebecca Rodriguez of Beebe, and Don Bergner of St. Vincent, one brother, one sister, 
21 grandchildren, 25 great-grandchildren, and a special caregiver, Shanae Irwin. Rosary will be Thursday morning at 10 at St. Mary Catholic Church in St. Vincent. Visitation will follow, and the Christian burial mass will start at 11 a.m. with Father Jim Burney and Deacon Steve Mallet officiating. Burial will be at St. Mary Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Memorials may be made to St. Mary Catholic Church. Approaching 736. It's cloudy, 61 at the KVOM studios. On our way to a high of 75 today, with a 70% chance of showers and thunderstorms, those mostly starting up around 3 o'clock this afternoon. That's also the time when we'll be under a flood watch. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 737. We have cloudy skies and 61 degrees at the KVOM studios. Conway County is applying for a disaster declaration for damage sustained to several county roads as a result of the heavy rain that fell throughout the area February 7th and 8th. Conway County Judge Jimmy Hart is hopeful the county will be able to get some financial relief to help fund repairs to the damaged roads. And don't think it's going to go federal, but look like we're going to get a little bit of state help on some of them spots. I think about probably about nine or ten spots. It took on some pretty significant damage. It's one of those processes, as I tell everybody, be patient with us. Uh, probably going to be a couple weeks, and I'm going to say this is probably the state will take, even if it doesn't go federal, and I don't think it's going to, the state normally will reimburse us 35% process they've got to look at, but I'm fairly confident we're going to be able to get a little bit of help from the state. The judge says county road crews will continue to repair the damaged roads as weather permits. The Perry County Sheriff's Office made an arrest late Tuesday of a man they say attempted to use a stolen credit card. The office began sharing images and information about the case on social media Monday. More information was shared as details came in, including reports of the vehicle being seen in Perry and then near Overcup in the past day. Then Tuesday night, just before 10, authorities spotted the silver Ford Expedition they were looking for on Highway 60 East near New Dixie. That's where Sheriff Ricky Don Jones stopped the vehicle and took the suspect into custody. The sheriff said the suspect, a 22-year-old California man, was in possession of stolen property. The suspect was taken to the Perry County Detention Center to face multiple felony charges. As of this morning, the suspect's name has not been released. The sheriff thanked the public for sharing the images and information to help them quickly make an arrest. He believes the suspect, who is reportedly traveling with a woman and a child, may be tied to numerous theft cases across multiple counties. The 2023 Munchin on Main Street, a one-day festival featuring food trucks and live entertainment in downtown Moralton, is coming up Saturday, March 25th. But Stephanie Lipsmeyer with the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce says today is the deadline to submit applications to set up a food truck or vendor booth or to be a festival sponsor. We would just love for everybody to just participate, 
step up, sponsor, vendors, the applications, you can get those at the chamber or you can call us at 354-2393 and we can email you or fax you whatever is convenient for you an application. In addition to the numerous food trucks and live entertainment, Munchin on Main Street will also feature a pie baking contest sponsored by the Conway County Extension Homemakers and a cornhole tournament sponsored by C2 Baggers. More information on the activities planned for this year's festival can be found on the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce Facebook page. Tornadoes are today's focus of Severe Weather Awareness Week in Arkansas. According to the National Weather Service, Arkansas recorded 39 tornadoes in 2022, two above the average for the state. The peak seasons for tornadoes are spring and fall, the times of the year when warm and cold air masses collide most often. To protect yourself from a tornado, Dennis Cavanaugh with the National Weather Service in Little Rock says you should have access to a safe shelter and most importantly, have a plan. How are you going to get to that shelter quickly if a tornado is approaching your location? Uh, you know, during severe weather season, almost any thunderstorm can produce a tornado. The good thing is those tornadoes are very small compared to the storms themselves, but it's always best to, if you find yourself in a tornado warning, to take shelter uh, just in case. And, uh, you know, access to a safe shelter, uh, that's, that's one of the keys. How, how are you going to get there quickly with you and your family? A tornado shelter or safe room is the safest place to be during a tornado. The next safest place is usually a basement. If you do not have access to any of these, officials suggest you go to an interior room on the lowest floor of a house or building. Mobile homes, even if tied down, offer little protection during a tornado and should be abandoned. If you're in a vehicle, your best option is to move to a sturdy building. One of the newer safety rules is to avoid taking shelter under a highway overpass. Rotating winds surrounding a tornado can hit you with a lot of debris and blow you out from beneath the bridge. The Winthrop Rockefeller Institute on Pettyjean Mountain is pleased to announce that Dr. Peter G. McCormick will deliver a keynote lecture during a special March 17th event. Securing water and food in a changing world is made possible by a partnership with the Winthrop Rockefeller Distinguished Lectures Advisory Committee. Dr. McCormick is the executive director of the Daughtry Water for Food Global Institute at the University of Nebraska, where he leads the institute in delivering on its vision of a water and food secure world, building its partnerships and collaborations in Nebraska, nationally in the U.S., and in other key food producing regions in the world. Before Dr. McCormick's lecture, Attendees will hear from panelists as they discuss the current state of water resources in Arkansas. The panelists include Wes Ward, Arkansas Secretary for Agriculture, Ed Swain, Executive Director of the Bayou Meadow Water Management District, Chris Colclasier, Director of Arkansas Department of Agriculture Natural Resources Division, and Evan Teague, Vice President of Environmental Issues for Arkansas Farm Bureau. Lunch provided by the Institute will be available starting at 12.15 p.m., the event is free and open to the public. Although space is limited, registration is available at rockefellerinstitute.org water. Now 743, let's check markets. Here's Kirsten Craddy of Edward Jones Investments in downtown Moralton. Markets were mostly lower on Tuesday after a modest bounce on Monday. 
This comes after three straight weeks of losses in the S&P 500, leaving year-to-date returns to about 3.5% after being up as much as 8% earlier in the year. Markets remain torn between better economic data on one hand and repricing of additional Fed rate hikes this year on the other, which would make the economy generally more susceptible to downside risks. On Tuesday, U.S. Treasury yields were flat, with the 10-year yield around 3.9% and the 2-year yield around 4.8%, both still near highs for the year thus far. The recent upward move in yields has continued to put downward pressure on both bond markets and equity markets in recent weeks. On Wall Street today, the Dow closed at 32,656 and was down 232 points. NASDAQ closed at 11,455 and was down 11 points. Volume was heavy today as 1,534 billion shares trades hands on the big board. AT&T was down $0.12 today at $18.91. Bank of America was up $0.09 at $34.30. Darren Company was down $2.39 at $419.24. Entergy Corporation was down $3.21 at $102.87. Under Armour was up at $0.26 at $8.80. Simmons Bank was down $0.15 at $22.23. Regions Financials was up $0.05 at $23.32. Southwestern Energy was down $0.17 at $5.30. Tyson's Food was down $0.69 at $59.24. Walmart was up $0.69 at $142.13. LiveRamp was up $0.15 at $23.63. Interpublic Group was down $0.10 at $35.54. NextTurner Energy was down $0.83 at $71.03. Natural Gas was up $0.47 at $2.70. Precious metals were higher today, with gold being up $9 at $1,833.90. And silver was up 23 cents at $21.02. I'm Kirsten Craddy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, downtown Morlton. On our community calendar, we'll once again remind you a special Arkansas State Park's Centennial Celebration will be held this morning at 11 at Mather Lodge at Petty Jean State Park. The deadline for candidates for the annual school election to file petitions with the county clerk's office is today at noon. Morlton High School will hold East Night Out. Thursday, 3.30 to 6.30 p.m. in the East Classroom at the high school. Parents, friends, students, and community members are welcome to attend and see what MHS East students have been working on this semester. The Plummerville Lodge of Freemasons will meet Thursday night at 7. The Conway County Care Center Thrift Store will be closed Friday for switchover with new spring and summer merchandise available starting Tuesday the 7th. The food pantry will remain open that day. Registration for the Moralton Parks and Recreation's youth baseball and softball season continues through Friday. Softball is open to girls in the 6 and under through 14 and under divisions. Baseball is open to boys from T-ball through 15 and under senior divisions. Registration is $65 for one child and $55 for each additional sibling. Registration forms and more information can be found at the Moralton Community Center. You can also call 501-354-4122. Apollo Assembly of God will hold a spaghetti dinner Friday, 5 to 8 at the church on Todd Street. 
Choose from traditional spaghetti, chicken spaghetti, or spaghetti with Italian sausage. All the meals include salad, bread, dessert, and a drink. The price is a donation to the church, and proceeds will go towards sending youth to church camp. And the Century League of Moralton's 40th Annual Charity Ball will be held Saturday night at 6 at Point Remove Brewery in Moralton with the theme, A Night in Monte Carlo. There will be casino-style games, music, and dancing with the Akeem Kemp Band. Tickets can be purchased from any Century League member. You can get them at the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton Admissions Office, Farm Bureau Insurance, or Healthcare Pharmacy in Moralton. That's also where you can get raffle tickets. They're holding a super raffle in conjunction with their charity ball, with prizes including a Blackstone griddle, Apple iPad, Glock pistol, and a Moralton Stay and Play package. There will also be a bonus raffle of a Trailmaster go-kart. Again, find the Central League of Moralton on Facebook and find out more details. Well, you know, there's no good reason for you to miss KVOM's Morning News Watch because you can actually listen to it whenever it's convenient to you. It's available on our podcast channel, and you can subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts. We post it each weekday morning, and it's brought to you by Pettyjean State Bank. Approaching 749, cloudy and 61 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on Close Up, we visit with Mary Clark from the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswatch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. One of you's senior girls basketball team followed up one of their best games of the season in the 1A Region 3 Championship. Went over Nemo Vista on Saturday with one that was far from their best on Tuesday, but it was still enough for the Lady Daredevils to hold off Mark Tree 49-46 in the first round of the Class 1A State Tournament in Ozark. One of you had an 11-point lead at one point in the fourth quarter, escaped with the win after the Indians missed two potential game-tying three-point attempts in the final seconds. Junior Anna Ford led the Lady Daredevils with 14 points all in the second half. Senior Maddie Stovall had another double-double, 13 points and 14 rebounds, as one of you won its sixth consecutive game this postseason to advance to the quarterfinal round where they'll face the winner of tonight's Alpena-Kirby matchup on Friday at 1 p.m. The Sacred Heart girls, Wonder View boys, and Nemo Vista girls will all play their first game in that tournament on Thursday. Lady Knots will play Norfolk at 1 p.m. Daredevils will play Shirley at 2.30, and the Lady Red Hawks will take on a Royal Special at 4 o'clock that afternoon. And all three of those games will air live on KVOM FM 101.7, online at KVOM.com, and on the KVOM app. Marlton's girls and boys teams both play their first game in the Class 4A state tournament in Blytheville today. The Lady Devil Dogs play Hamburg at 4 p.m., the Devil Dogs take on Camden Fairview at 5.30, and we will have broadcast both of those games for you live here on KVOM FM 101.7, online at KVOM.com and on the KVOM app. Bigelow's boys have advanced to the second round of the Class 2A state tournament in Rector. The Panthers hammered Hector 74-35 in the first round on Tuesday. They'll play either Bay or Dirks on Friday. The season came to an end for the Bigelow girls on Tuesday as the Lady Panthers 
lost to Hector 67-51. The Marlton High School baseball team improved to 2-0 on the season with a 9-7 win over Clarksville on the road on Tuesday. The Devil Dogs return home to face BB on Thursday. The Nemo Vista baseball team dropped its season opener on Tuesday, getting blanked by Dover 13-0 in Center Ridge. Redhawks are scheduled to host Shirley for another non-conference game on Friday. Marlton High School girls soccer team opened its season with a 2-1 win over Little Rock Southwest on Tuesday night at Devil Dog Stadium. Boys team lost to the Griffins 2-0. Marlton scheduled to play Southside on Thursday. The Arkansas men's basketball team got smoked by number 12 Tennessee 75-57 last night in Knoxville. The Razorbacks are now 19-11 overall, 8-9 in Southeastern Conference play ahead of the regular season finale against Kentucky on Saturday. The Oklahoma Christian University baseball team lost to the University of Central Oklahoma 7-5 on Tuesday. Marlton's Jaron Hill had two hits, including a home run in the loss for the Eagles. The National Park College softball team swept Connor State in a doubleheader on Tuesday. In the 10-7 win in Game 2, Marlton's McKenna Keaton had a home run and two RBIs at the plate and picked up the win in the circle, allowing just one run in four and two-thirds innings of relief. Approaching 7.54 now as we look at weather on this Wednesday. We've got humidity right now at 83%. Southwest winds at 13 miles per hour. Bear market pressure 29.77 inches. Our low temperature this morning, 42 degrees. High yesterday, 81. A year ago today, the low was 25. The high was 73. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year, 11.27 inches. Our sunset this evening is 6.05. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 6.40. And forecast calling for some heavy rain by this afternoon. With a high near 75 degrees, flood watch will go into effect at 3 o'clock, continue through noon on Friday. We've got some heavy rain expected over the next couple days, in fact, with severe thunderstorms possible tonight and again on Thursday and Thursday night. We'll have, again, high in the mid-70s this afternoon with the rain starting probably in the afternoon and then a chance of severe thunderstorms by tonight, low around 54, heavy rain for Thursday and then severe thunderstorms likely high near 61. And that will continue through Thursday night and then finally uh, clearing out again by Friday after some rain in the morning probably. And then the high of only 54 that day, but then sunny skies return Saturday and on Sunday. But potential for a lot of rain and some uh, strong to severe storms here over the next couple of days that we will Certainly keep an eye on as well as the flooding potential along the river. Right now we've got clouds up to 64 degrees in Marlton, 755 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. 
It is 7.59 now on KVOM. We're happy to be joined on our close-up interview this morning by Mary Clark with the University of Arkansas Community College at Marlton. Good morning. How are you, Mary? I'm doing great. Thank you. Good morning. It is good to have you in, and it was an exciting uh, weekend, I guess, this past weekend, the inaugural gala fundraiser there at the college and yes. kind of part of the 60-year uh, celebration mm-hmm. there at the uh at UACCM. How did that event go? It went great. We could not have asked for a better evening. Um, we had a great crowd, a sellout crowd, about 200 people. Um, the uh, dinner was wonderful uh, that uh, Christy Strain catered. Uh, the, we had a wonderful silent auction and live auction. The live auction raised about $20,000. Um, and we had um, everybody was all dressed up they were having a great time it was just a kind of a magical evening um, we're so grateful to all of our sponsors our foundation board uh, for hosting this event uh, for all of the many many volunteers from UACCM and the uh, staff who worked on that so hard um, but um, it was a success and we we actually the gross proceeds are looking at about seventy thousand wow. dollars and we'll be announcing the uh, net proceeds soon but we thank everybody that came out and um, I think everybody I've heard nothing but good things about it so yes. very pleased that's great yeah and uh, and those funds are actually directed toward the clock tower yes they are we this is a project we've been working uh, on for a while with our foundation this is something that they um, want, have wanted to do um, and we've been working on the original designs of the clock tower uh, were um, created by two of our drafting students um, and we have worked with architects, ar- architects or an architectural firm um, and uh, we have now the renderings for the, the uh, tower um, and we will look at uh, starting uh, looking at site work, preliminary work, it will be located in kind of the quad area between the university center and then the um, student union and the business technology building but right now the plans are it's going to be about 40 feet tall so um, it will kind of rise above and be an iconic symbol for the college we're really excited about it yeah that's great looking forward to seeing that uh, going up and coming up soon at the college the annual information session more in Marlton when is that that is on Saturday, March 11th. Um, this is our annual event called More in Moralton. Um, and this is an opportunity for people who are thinking about going to school um, this fall or even starting in the summer to come to campus and learn all about all of our programs, um, our, uh, learn about financial aid, um, learn about the student support services that we have. Um, the, it starts at 9 with a check-in. Um, and then at 9.30, the actual program starts. Um, we'll have a student panel. Um, made up of a variety of students. Some of them are student ambassadors, um, but we have non-traditional students. We have traditional age students, um, and they will share for their experiences as you know, being a college student at UACCM, um, and give advice on how to prepare for college, how to be successful in college, um, and they will also help with tours. Um, but the uh, individuals that come, they can bring uh, family members. They can. Um, bring friends uh, if they'd like but um, they will be able to visit with our instructors actually tour all of the areas um, all of our technical programs career programs as well as uh, visit more about the general education opportunities transfer opportunities Um, and then we will also share information about the high school concurrent program and then of course the UACCM Career Center where students can attend the 12th grade uh, get a head start and get a career training through Office of Skills Development free of charge so 
All of that information will be available that day. We encourage people to come out on Saturday. Again, that's March 11th, starting at 9. Um, and people can uh, actually RSVP. It's great if they will do that. Um, and that is on our website and also on our Facebook page. That way we want to have an indication of how many people are coming so that we'll uh, be able to prepare small group tours and things like that. Sure. Um, so, um, but yeah, I encourage anybody who's even thinking it's a free event. Um, there is Nobody has to sign up for anything as far as um, you know actually um, filling out an application for admission this is just an, a strictly informational day um, and so again people can uh, traditional age students can bring their parents um, non-traditional students are welcome people have been out in the workforce for a while or are thinking about going back to school or going to school for the first time um, it's open to everyone in the community okay all right and uh, Mary Clark with UACCM also had some uh, a lot of high school students on the campus uh, was it last week maybe for industry day yes we did we had uh, about 250 students um, that were there for industry day and this is a, a annual thing that we do with um, you know we are proud to be a community partner and industry partner with green bay pack uh, packaging and then also with coons electric and then the moralton area chamber of commerce um, and the arkansas state chamber of commerce brought their uh, be pro be proud truck which is a mobile unit where people can go in and there's all sorts of setups with uh, equipment and uh, various technical areas and they can actually uh, work on uh, simulators they can uh, test out uh, welding equipment um, uh, heavy, uh, the uh, commercial driver training that's always a really popular one um, but we were proud to have them on our campus and it's a uh, uh, we had students from South Conway County from Nemo Vista Wonderview Sacred Heart and then also Perryville Bigelow um, and Greenbrier came um, and we uh, loved having them on campus um, and that's again a, a great way for young people in high school to get hands-on uh, first you know real world view of what those types of careers would be like and you do have something coming up for uh, the current UACCM students I guess one's set to graduate there the graduate Fair. Yes, <clears throat> that is um, going to be Tuesday, March 14th, and this will be um, for students who are going to be graduating in May, but also for those who graduated in December of 2022 if they plan to walk in the May ceremony. Um, so, and students will have a chance to get their caps and gowns. Um, they will have photo opportunities. We'll have a photographer there to uh, take pictures of them in their caps and gowns. Uh, they will be able to visit with four-year representatives from four-year colleges if they are planning to transfer to, uh, to university to uh, complete the bachelor's degree. Um, we also have military representatives there. Um, and we'll have all sorts of door prizes. Um, uh, people will be able to sign up and get a for the alumni association and get a, a free t-shirt for that but uh, fun and games it's just a wonderful celebration of an upcoming graduation here that will just be a few months from now all right a lot of good stuff going on there at UACCM. Anything else? Well, I, I left out a really important part of the uh, information session, and that is that three uh, students will uh, win $1,000 scholarships uh, that are uh, actually funded by the Federal Shell Scholarship Fund. Um, we'll have a drawing for three scholarships, and again, those will each be worth $1,000. So that's that's a pretty important part to, yeah. to include. Certainly some good, uh, good incentive to, uh, to come for that, mm -hmm. certainly. All right, I'm Mary Clark with UACCM. Again, you can check it all out, uaccm.edu. That's correct. All right, thank you so much for coming in this morning. Thank you. It is 8.07 now on KVOM.
You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.